Devastating news for Boston College football as Christian Mahogany is out for the season. But how bad is it? I'm not going to say it's a deal breaker, but it's pretty bad for the Eagles. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection and reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Rock Locked On sent you. All right, so the news came. I know there was rumors around for a while that Christian Mahogany, Boston College's potential All-American guard, is out for the season. He tore his ACL uh, in the offseason, just had surgery, and he is definitely out for the year. Now, this is bad news for the Eagles. Boston College was going into the season with four out of five new offensive linemen, a new offensive line coach, and a new offensive coordinator. Now, with Mahogany gone, the entire line is gone. You have five new names that are going to go up there and uh, have to be able to protect Phil Dracovic, who obviously his health is going to dictate how far the Eagles go in 2022. Mahogany was a great player. And just to give you some context on what to expect, what, what many expected from him, I mean, the the comparisons to Zion Johnson were starting to flow already. The second best guard in the uh, all in the country. The he was going to be a first round draft pick. He was, you know, very good in his technique as well um, as Mitch Wolf had said on our podcast for years. Uh, and I think that this loss is big, but is it a deal breaker for Boston College? No, it's not because. You have to have, on a good team, you cannot go into a football season with just surface-level starters as your only depth on your roster. You need to have guys ready to go if a player goes down. Now, we knew, Halfley knew going into the spring that he had four new guys going in. And to his credit, the guys that he has going in all have some level of experience with the with the other guys that are playing, right? Jack Conley, say what you will about how he played last year, he's ready to roll, right? He's played for he played for a chunk of last year. You know, he's got that experience. Same thing with Ozzy Trapillo. He got some experience last year due to injuries. Um you have Drew Kendall, who, you know, got his tutelage under Alec Lindstrom. I think he'll be ready to roll. And Finn Durstein's been around for forever. He, you know, he's a red shirt. I think he's a senior. Uh, so he's, he has experience. So these aren't guys that are just like thrown off the street and into the lineup. That being said, you now have to pick a fifth player to go in. And we'll talk a little bit about what that's going to look like. Now, the question remains, is the loss of Mahogany a deal breaker for a successful 2022 season? I don't think it is. As I said, BC needs to have depth. They have depth at offensive line. Is it proven depth? No, but if you if you trust Jeff Halfley's recruiting, and, and so many of us, myself included, have been so positive about how he's recruited in his first three years with the Eagles, then you have to say, okay, if I, if I trust him, these guys, it's their turn. It's time for Jude Bowdry. It's time for Kevin Klein. It's time for these kids to step up and have their chance. Otto Hess. It's time for these guys to have their chance to shine. And that's the sign of what a good team should be. Now, is it scary? 
Absolutely. You don't, you know, communication is a huge deal on an offensive line. And when you have five new names trying to figure out how to, you know, adjust coverage or, um, you know, call out blitzes and things like that, and maybe they're not on the same page, that's, that's a little worrisome. But I think BC has some things in place that will help, help mitigate some of those things. First and foremost, I, I, for some reason, call me, call me naive, call me, uh, a bit of a homer here, but I'm a little, um, I, I think that Dave DeGuglielmo, the new offensive line coach who I talked about yesterday, uh, on an earlier episode this week, I think he's the perfect fit for what this offensive line needs this year. You, you're missing all this talent in terms of experience on the roster. You bring in Googs, a guy who's done everything at the college level, the, the pro level, He's going to be able to pick out the small little things and probably dumb it down for kids at the college level. Yeah, he struggled at times at the NFL, but this is an NFL coverage. You're not you're not asking him to block Joey Bosa here. You're not asking him to block uh, Sam Dar- uh, not Sam Donald, yeah, Aaron Donald. Yeah, I hope they're not blocking Sam Donald. Um, so I think he's going to be successful. It's much better than having a Matt Applebaum who is a younger coach and maybe hasn't had the experience of working with so many young people. Where is BC today than they were before the news broke yesterday? I mean, yeah, it's a little more worrisome. You had a rock, at least one rock on that line that you knew was going to be good, and it's gone. But honestly, in this grand scheme of things, is five question marks that much different than four question marks? I mean, it's a little bit, but should it really make that big of a difference in terms of your expectations of the season? I don't think so. I think... I think, you know, there was so many question marks in that offensive line. Mahogany was going to have to do quite a bit. And, you know, he's going to have to do a lot of helping out there, too, uh, with some of these other kids. That I think, you know, losing him, you you definitely worry more about what the outcome of the season is going to be. But I don't think it's like, oh, my gosh, they were going to be a a nine-win team, and now they're going to be a five-win team. It's not that. It's nothing like that. You know, there may be a game like I, I think of the Clemson game now, right? Where BC's going to play uh, offensive line, a defensive line that is out of their world. Playing with five new offensive linemen is a bit scary, and just you know, I think that's just the, the truth of the matter. It's going to be up to the coaching staff. There's no excuses here. You can't make excuses on how BC is going to play. You have to be able to have those next guys up, ready to roll, and I think that's that's the end of it, right? You know, Mahogany, I think um, I think he'll be back. I don't think his draft stock is where it should be, especially after an injury like this. Uh, he, You know, he was starting to ascent into a lot of mock drafts, but I think he needed that one big monster season where he was all AP, all AP and all ACC and all American and all that stuff. If he comes back for one more season, I think he'll, he'll get that. So don't be surprised if Christian Mahogany is back in 2023 because it's, he has a very big monetar- uh, monetary uh, incentive to do it, right? The, if he goes in next year, right, after his knee injury, my guess is Mahogany's probably a third or fourth round draft pick. Uh, just based on where he's at, I think that's where he would go. He goes out there and he rocks for BC in 2023. He's going to be a first round draft pick. That's millions of dollars he'd be leaving on the table. It makes a, It behooves him quite a bit for him to return to BC in one more season. So I don't think this is the end of Christian Mahogany for the Eagles. I don't think he's going to walk off after this year. I think they have one more year. But the big question is, how do they fix the hole now? In our second segment, I'm going to get into the potential replacements for Mahogany, and I'll get into 
uh, the different ways that Jeff Halfley and Dave DeGuglielmo can move some guys around to potentially fill a massive hole. Now, BetOnline is the number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's uh, NHL Conference Finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. I'm going to have to move on. I was doing a lot of um, wagers on the NBA Finals, and being a Boston boy, I uh, started, to, started not to do so well at the end, but, hey, it's a lot of fun, and I was doing some other things to get some wins in there as well. So, But you can head over to Bet Online. It's your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, eSports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So Christian Mahogany started all 12 games last year for the Eagles. Kid from New Jersey. Three-star recruit, but tons of talent on that offensive line. He's moved. He's he's out for the year. He's you know he has his ACL torn, um, and we don't know why. I, I know there's a lot of internet rumors, but that's not my job to get into those. That's what they say, and that's fine. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a credentialed media member. I can't just go off of what, you know, rumors are out there. But he's out. So how does BC move on from this? How does the e- how do the Eagles fill this final spot? And I think there's some different. Uh, there's two different ways that they could address this. Two different types of ways they could address this. First of all, they could just go and find another guard on their line that they could plug in. Now, I said earlier, Finn Durstein, who's a senior from Lawrence Academy, who is a four-star offensive lineman who just never has had the chance to play, he could go in and immediately... He's going to be one offensive lineman. But who will line up next to him? Blarim Rastemi, who's a redshirt junior. Uh, I believe is from New Jersey. Um, he would be a name. I've seen his name pop up quite a bit. He doesn't have a lot of experience, um, but I know he was with the second teamers during practice. Uh, he, you know, has been around the team for a while. He's got, he's bet, you know, he's got, he's, he's seasoned, so he's done that. So he could be someone if you think he's good enough, you could put him in. That's one name you could definitely see about. But then after that, it really that this is what's scary. It's it's Ristemi as your only available veteran guard, and then you start to get to some of the younger guards. And, you know, that's okay. Sometimes the younger guards, I mean, if you're going brand new anyways, you're going to be getting, you might get some youth in there as well. Uh, the first young name you're going to see out there is going to be um, Jude Barry. Jude Barry is out of St. Francis Academy in Maryland. He's a true freshman. Uh, he was with the second team during the spring, and I thought he looked really impressive in the spring game. Um you know, he comes from that power powerhouse program um, that I know Jeff Halfley and Azar Abdul-Rahim, the defensive line uh, defensive back coach, really like. Um, he, he got banged up at the end of the spring game. But, you know, hey, if he's talented and obviously if he's going in as a true freshman and getting up to that second team, he's got the talent to do it, right? So he could go in and, and also get that opportunity. And it wouldn't surprise me, right? If this kid is that good, if you want to show freshmen on the recruiting trail, like, hey, sometimes sometimes stuff happens, right? Sometimes people go out. Sometimes injuries go, you know, you know, bang up a team. You're going to get an opportunity to play right away. That's going to help Jeff Halfley's recruiting tra- um, pitches. It's going to it's gonna make a big difference out there, right? So I, I think Barry is also a very uh, – a very possible uh, factor in this in this decision because I think he 
wowed some people this spring. I think he's already there. I mean, he's hosting recruits on campus already um, as a freshman. Uh, I was talking to, um, I think it was Michael Krauts had it. He was on campus with, uh, with, with, um, with Bowery. So I, I like this kid. I think he's very good. Now, is he ready for the ACC level play? I'm not sure, but I think you look at the beginning of the schedule and I think it, it lines up nicely for BC to have a younger kid get in and, and, and dust off some issues right away. Right. So you play Rutgers. They're not a great uh, pass rush team. Not, not, not knocking Rutgers at all. I'm just saying they're not. You have Virginia Tech, who I think is going to take a step back this year. They're not the defensive juggernaut that they're used to. You have Maine, and then you get Florida State. And Florida State will be good. They don't have Jermaine Johnson again, but they're good. Uh, so you you have like three games, really, to to kind of get your feet under you. So it wouldn't be the worst idea for Bowery to do that. I don't think I don't think he's the the the, the worst idea. The other younger name is Otto Hess. I love that name, Otto Hess. Uh, he is from uh, Indiana. I or Yeah, Indiana. Um, and he is a redshirt freshman. Uh, he's a little bit bigger. He's more of a size of a, of a tackle, but he kind of tweeners. He could do guard or tackle. So he could be another name that pops up. And I saw him a little bit of practice as well. So you have a couple options there. Those are the, the ones on, on the roster. Now, they may not be the best fit though, right? You have to find guys that are ready to roll, guys that are good to to, to protect Jakovic because that's going to be massive and, and to get the running game going. So what else could you do? The other thought is you can move some guys around. And I've talked to Mitch Wolf. We'll have an article up on the site earlier. Um, I apologize. I was going to have Mitch on to talk about this today, but um, I've had uh, illness going through my family for like a week now. And I'm actually recording this at three o'clock in the morning right now. <laughs> it's how much I love you guys uh, because I had to sleep with the baby because I couldn't sleep with the wife. Um, and so I got up uh, once the baby was asleep to record this. But anywho, Mitch will have an article up about... Uh, these options and the, the one of the options he came up with is moving some of the guys that are already on the roster around to make it fit better to get the the maximize the talent that you have that's experienced that are ready to go uh, with what you have and what you would do is is move some players around uh, like Jack Conley that would be the first one you could you could possibly do you could move Jack Conley from tackle to guard he's big he's six seven but uh, you know, for a guy that, as Mitch has said on the on the podcast before, has had trouble with his feet, moving to guard might actually be better for him. It's a little less strenuous, and he can do a little less and be more successful. So that might be an option for him. And if you move him to guard and take that spot, take Mahogany's spot, you could then move um, Kevin Klein, who is from Florida. He's a uh, redshirt freshman, or red, uh, sorry, redshirt sophomore. And you could move him to guard, I mean, to tackle. He is enormous. I think he's like 6'7", 330 pounds. He came to BC at like 360. Um, but I've heard great things about uh, Kevin Klein. And I think he might be the next answer. So if he's if he's the most ready um, guy on the second roster, right, the second, second um, the backups on the team, you, put, you, you might want to do that. You may want to say, okay, Conley, you know what? He's maybe he's he's good at at, at offensive tackle, and we're, we're having faith in him. But maybe he'll be more successful at guard, and then maybe we move Kevin Klein in, and then that'll fix it. I'm kind of on that fence, uh, but in a moment, I'll give you an idea of what I think is going to happen, and then I'm going to give you a little bit and a bit of prediction of what I think will happen with this offensive line in 2022. 
We have an important favor to ask you. We've been putting together a survey so we can learn more about listeners like you and make your favorite Locked On podcast even better. This is your opportunity to tell us what you like and don't like about Locked On podcasts. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long and everyone that completes a survey can qualify for a chance to win one of 10 $100 ticket masker. Ticketmaster gift cards. To take our audience survey, go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thanks again for your help. Are you in the process of doing some car work? With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts from the computer when you have the power in your hand with your laptop and or tablet? or phone. You can go to rockauto.com right now and save time and money. Why choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to explore their easy-to-use website today to find their solution to your auto parts needs. And go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write Locked On in their Hide You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. Thank you all who have made Locked On Boston College your first listen. And I know that um, you are listening to the only podcast that talks Boston College sports every single day. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have made that part of your daily routine. So we're talking Christian Mahogany, and I know folks out there are bummed. I know that this feels like the Boston College curse is here again. You know, you had it last year with Phil Dracovic. You've had it in years past with, you know, BJ Raji going out with, um, I think it was academic issues, and you've had injuries all over the place. This is the chance for Boston College to get past that, though. This is the chance for Jeff Halfley and his, and his vaunted recruiting uh, crew to say, okay, you know what? This is part of football. This is what happens. We're going to be better than this, and we're going to be still a good team. And I think this year will be the chance for them to prove that. And I, I think this is a deeper Boston College team than many are giving them credit for. And I, I'm not on board for excuses for this. I'm not on board for listening to folks bellyache because Christian Mahogany is out that this is going to be the end of the year. And I hope that the coaching staff doesn't do the same thing. And I trust they won't. I think they know that they have to do something here. Um, and before we get into that, I, I forgot a third option for them. They could go in the transfer portal, but I mean, I'm looking at the transfer portal. It is pretty bare right now, which is incredible since there was like thousands of guys, but I haven't seen a ton of offensive linemen that might be able to plug in and play immediately, but you know, maybe there's a name out there that they do drag in quickly to try to get in. Um, but I think BC has the depth. So what will happen this year? What do I think BC will do? I think I, I'm going to go my prediction is that they're going to move some guys around. Um, you get you you have to maximize the amount of talent that you have on your roster. You have to maximize the talent that's on the field at all times. And from what I've heard and what I believe, I believe Kevin Klein is the next big guy. I think he's the next guy you know, that will step up and be a starter. And if you get the opportunity to get him out there now, instead of trying a guy that maybe isn't the best fit or you know has experience but isn't the most talented, you go out there and you do that. That's what a coach has to do. They have to make those tough decisions. And so by doing that, by making Klein your tackle, you improve yourself in two positions. You move Conley off of tackle, which we've seen him struggle, and he may get better this year. I'm not I'm not going to bury the kid. But we saw what he did last year, 
And it's not the worst idea to put him in a position where he could succeed more. So you get a better tackle and you put Conley, a experienced guard, an experienced player at guard, you immediately get a you get experience at a position that that mahogany was at. Now he's not athletic as mahogany was and he will have his his ups and downs, but I think that's what's going to work. So my thoughts is you're going to have center Drew Kendall, who's a redshirt freshman. You're going to have tackles Kevin Klein, Ozzy Trapillo. You're going to have guards Finn Durstein and Jack Conley. That's my guess at this point. Now, I will be at practices as soon as they open up. I'll be going this summer. I will tell you what I see. I'll tell you, and, and I'm sure we'll ask Jeff Halfley more about what they're going to do, and I'm sure he's going to guard it as much as he can. That's kind of his deal, right? Um, but we'll, we'll find out. And how will they do? I I am not going to say they're going to be a train wreck. There's too much talent on that offensive line for them to be a complete mess. I think Ozzy Trapillo is very good. And where he's at in his progression will be, dictate how far he goes this year. But I love his play. And I love what I've heard from scouts that have followed him and said, you know, where his projections are at. You know, first round draft pick, second round draft pick. That's what they've said. And it's not just BC honks that are telling this to me. I'm talking to like some college pros. I think he's a, a big time deal. And I think Drew Kendall is going to be a big time deal. Um, and I, I like some of these other names. I just and I'm 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 really interested to see what Finn Durstein can do. The kid's been around forever and just been banged up with injuries. Gosh, hope he doesn't get injured again. Uh, but I think they'll be okay. And all they need to do is be serviceable. I mean, last year and the year before, they weren't all that great, folks. We're not going from uh, losing an All American offensive line here to uh, to to you know the UMass offensive line. This is a a, a group for the last two years that had Zion Johnson and Christian Mahogany playing well and everyone else playing, uh, you know, spotty here and there. So I like, I think BC can play to that level. I do. I think you've got a whole, all new guys that are more fit for the system. I think with a new offensive line coach that is more uh, seasoned and knows all the ins and outs, I think they can do what they've done for the last two years. And with Phil Jakovic healthy back there and Pat Garwo, that should be enough. Now, it may, might they lose a game that they might might have projected to win because Mahogany's out? Sure, you could say that. But I still think they're in decent shape here. So I don't think this is the end of the world. Chicken Littles, you can come off the perch. You're okay. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about it. It's, it's a bummer because I, I feel like we cursed them on our show. This is one of our first uh, active player uh, players to come on our, our show, and he's already heard. Uh, so... Uh, put Zay Flowers in bubble wrap for us while you're at it, okay? Well, this is AJ Black. We'll be back again on Monday to talk more. And uh, stay tuned to our YouTube channel. I will try to get a special recruiting episode up, um, a nice 10-minute special for you guys um, about the two new commitments because I didn't get a chance to even talk about it on today's show, and I wanted to talk all about Mahogany. Uh, but I'll get that up on YouTube. All you have to do to find it is go to youtube.com slash College. Um, or sorry, look up Locked On Boston College on YouTube, hit subscribe, and you'll get notifications whenever I go live with those things. Um, and I'm planning to do lots of them, so you're going to want to make sure you don't miss that. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all again soon. Take care.